When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello everyone, welcome to your weekly team news video with myself Az and the master of team news himself, it's Neil Rigg, how are you Neil? Uh, absolutely buggered but I'm, <laughs> I'm here, I'm going to try to do the best I can. Um, lots to tell you about this afternoon, um, some of it unfortunately not very clear cut. Yeah, there's, I mean there's a lot of people already um, in, you know, in the chat and, and watching this video, there's going to be a lot of people listening to this later on on the audio podcast. And it's just people have got, I've seen people with six, seven, eight flags in their teams and hits are flying around, mm. minus eights, minus twelves. So yeah, let's clear up some of the things that are troubling uh, people or try to, because like you said, we've had some pretty vague um, press conferences, haven't we? Some of them. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Right. Well, let's start with Spurs. So obviously the Spurs-Brighton game mm. has been postponed. I've uh, got a nice yep. picture of an angry Conte uh, there. Um, yeah, what what do we actually know about this? And is there other games that are kind of in doubt off the back of this? Well, there could be. Yeah, we we have had nothing concrete other than um, the rumor mill suggesting that anything out beyond game sixteen will be affected. But given the quick turnaround between matches, um, you'll definitely have one eye on game seventeen, which is Leicester v Spurs. And Leicester themselves have been hit by a few COVID cases, not enough for their matches begin to be affected yet. We're seeing this on Friday afternoon, of course, that could change. Um, I think they had, I think, seven players missed the Newcastle game, uh, the um, Europa League game hmm. last night, but not all of them were COVID-related. Some of them were um, minor illnesses and um, just not risking it, you know, just in case it was COVID. And they're mostly um, sort of squad players anyway. So that is something to keep an eye on. It's next Thursday, the, uh, the Leicester v Spurs match. And so basically anyone testing positive for Spurs from, from last Monday or Monday just gone onwards would probably miss that game as well. Right. On top of that, Spurs' training ground is, is currently shut, at least the first team quarters of the Spurs training ground. So um, I would not be surprised if, if that one fell by the wayside as well. We'll keep an eye on that. We're not going to get any information before Friday's deadline for sure. But um, yeah, that's, that, I could imagine like, a decision being taken on that early next week. Yeah. And then beyond that, it's game in Liverpool, and that really would put the cat amongst the pigeons because of um, obviously I'm guessing most people have lost the Spurs players by then, but most of us have tripled up on on Liverpool players as well. So that has got a bit of extra time, I suppose. That's um, what's that? Uh, ten, nine, ten days from mm. now. Um, I think that's Sunday. Sunday week, so um, you'll hope by that point it's cleared up, but you never, you never really know. When are they going to play all these games? That's the question as well. well We've got the Burnley game to, to reschedule. Yeah, it won't be this year. It won't be 2021. We know that. Game week 21 is the first possibility, and the, but even that would hinge on, on Spurs going out of the League Cup. Whew, crazy times. Uh, right, let's get into yeah. the matches that are going on. So it's a, a deadline tonight, 6pm. So make sure you've got your team sorted and all your hits done <laughs> by then. Uh, the first game is Brentford versus Watford. So COVID case, just, well, it was this. It was the first COVID case at Brentford, wasn't it, for Tony? Um, yeah. And now we've got obviously a load more for Spurs and Leicester and maybe even some more later. But yeah, what else is happening at, at Brentford? 
Um, not a great deal. Um, as you see there, Tony's definitely out of this one. Um, Thomas Frank was a bit non-committal on whether to be back for Tuesday. I think technically he's, his 10-day isolation period would be over, but it would be only just over. And he, w- he wouldn't have had any training time within that. Has he actually um, had it, so you ba- has he had it badly, well, do so... we know? Sorry? Was a, has, do we know if he's actually had it like physically? Like, has he actually been suffering I'm, with it? I'm not sure. I've not, I've not seen any comments from, from Frank on, on the symptoms or how, how badly it's affected him. Um, obviously, you're hoping that it, it, it's it's just a positive test with mm. with no symptoms. Um, but he's definitely out of this one and uh, a considerable doubt for, for next Tuesday as well. Because um, you've got to think about the lack of training time on top of uh, on top of a negative test. So yeah, Soji Kanas is out, suspended. So it'll be one of um, uh, Marcus Force or Yuan Wissa up top with Mbumu tonight, you'd think. Uh, Frank wasn't going to commit as to which one it was. <laughs> other than that, no real other injury worries apart from the long-term ones. So Josh uh, <clears throat> Silva, um, Zanka, uh, David Raya, people like that are all still out. And Watford... Are pretty badly hit, not by COVID, but by by injury. So um, nothing new that we'd heard of, but we we it's a lengthy injury list. Um, Messina, the freshest addition to that. Uh, Foster, Saar, and Kulu at table. Sierra, they're all still out. Ken Semmer's back in training this week and could come into it, uh, but um, it'll probably be the very similar pool of players taking to the pitch again. Yep, nice. Uh, City uh, versus Wolves next. So yeah, what's happening in the in the city camp? Yeah, a classic a classic pep update. I'm afraid everybody, <laughs> it's it's not what you wanted. It's um it it actually could have been worse because initially he only said that uh, he would check Ford and Akia this afternoon after training, but then someone followed up with another question about Ford, and um he says he's playing on through these little niggles in his ankle, and that Ford himself is going to dictate whether he's going to be involved or not um it's getting better progressively better as the the, the weeks go on um but because of the tight turnaround between matches that's why it's probably affecting them a bit more if he'd had a longer period as pep was saying like the summer he would have recovered from this a bit quicker but he's obviously trying to play through the, the pain barrier as much as he can um and Tudor's withdrawal was was precautionary in nature so certainly not a, a guarantee that you'll miss out this weekend but a bit like Rashford last season when he just constantly was getting yellow flagged with the same yeah. issue over and over again. This could be what we're, we're faced with with Foden on a, a game-weekly basis. Yeah, he, he said, didn't he, that he, he, it will get better the more games he plays. Was that a, was that something he said? It's something, I think that was the gist. Yeah, every time he's better and better. So maybe it's a time thing, I don't know. I'm not entirely sure what the issue is. It's an ankle problem but I'm not sure what the um, sort of medical prognosis is. Nothing on Jesus which was, was even worse if you're yeah. an owner of him. He missed out uh, in the Champions League which I think it was a knock but we didn't get any any clarification on him so all eyes on, on, on City Twitter this afternoon to see if there's any training ground for us because that might help us that's, a bit more. It's such a frustrating one with Foden. So Wolves. I was just going to say, sorry, on, yeah, I was just gonna say on Foden because like, I want him but I'm just not risking it. I don't think. I, I don't. No. I play over Christmas with little niggles and an ankle problem that can get worse. It's yeah. Um... I, I, I think actually this is not a bad game to, to sort of sit out as well. I think Wolves are one of the better defensive sides in the division. We saw how difficult they made it for Liverpool last weekend. You know, you can see oh it's City they will put anyone to the sword. But we thought that about Liverpool last week, and it took them until stoppage time to mm. break down Wolves. Um, as for Wolves themselves, they're, they're looking a lot better. Um, so they've got um, Marcel back from COVID. 
Uh, Ike Nori and Cody being given the green light to feature. They came off with Knox last week. They're all right. Willie Body's back in chain as well. He's going to be part of the squad. So it's just the long-term ones now, like Johnny um, and Neto, who remain out. Yep. Nice. COVID-free as well, according to yep. Large, which is good. Uh, okay, another big one here. Arsenal, Southampton next. All eyes on Smith Rowe. I've got him. Is he going to play, Neil? Tell me some good news. Yeah, I've got him as well. <laughs> I didn't look. I didn't look very confident um, this morning because we had a, a medical bulletin from Arsenal first. That was what came out about nine o'clock this morning, and that said that him and Leno are still being assessed for for groin injuries. Uh, got uh, Martinelli's fine, and Kalasovac is out. That's the other news. But then we had Arteta's presser this afternoon, and um, he was asked about it, and he was he was a lot more upbeat. I'll try and find the exact quote. He said um, that he's trained today and he's feeling much better and hopefully will be available to play. So that is that is fairly positive sounding. Yeah, I'll be I'll be certainly starting him hmm. and hoping for the best in my side. Not that I've got many other options with them. Um, <laughs> not Aaron Tony <laughs> and Kane, obviously. So um, uh, yeah, that is that is actually quite encouraging from Arteta. And if he doesn't make it for this one, then he's obviously near enough to a return. Um, Southampton, they are without uh, Stuart Armstrong still. Um, Chia Adams was a, was a fresh addition to the list. This wasn't actually part of the broadcast section of Aston Huttle's uh, presser, but I saw uh, in the Daily Echo, which is the local rag in Southampton, that uh, he's going to be assessed. He pulled up in training, I think, on Wednesday. So they're going to run the rule over him. Um, I suspect they will risk it if he's if he's any even sort of 75% fit because they've got the likes of Armstrong who can come in. Um, goalkeeping crisis as well. Uh, Forster and McCarthy are both out. So Southampton have had to swoop for another goalkeeper. It's mm. um, Willie Caballero, mm. who's a free agent. And uh, Hassan Huttle, unsurprisingly, said that he's uh, probably going to start this weekend as opposed to the <coughs> formerly in um, Harry Lewis. Yep, excellent. Uh, Chelsea next. Injuries around for them too. Uh, it looked like they had no midfield at one point, but uh, Tuchel's been talking about his options kind of there and yeah. we actually had some good na- news about little Reese, didn't we? We did, Reese. yeah. He is, um, well, he's going to start going to, to Tuchel, so that's that's great. That's a bit of, um, and he's going to start a wing-back as well. He's not going to play in midfield where he was uh, in the Champions League against, um, was it uh, Zenit? I can't remember who they were playing. Yep. Um, yeah, he was he was fielded in, in a, a, an orthodox Central midfield wall, which to be fair is where he ends up most games anyway when he's playing mm. at right wing back. He tends to drift in field a lot, but uh, he's going to be back in his usual position this weekend. Um, injuries, it's the same again. So, um, Chalabar still out, Chilwell, Canty, and Kovacic, who's now got COVID. Um, Jorginho should be all right. Uh, he's got this back problem, but um, Tuchel's saying that he's, he's going to play through the pain barrier yet again because of the dearth of options in central midfield. Yep, um, Matt uh, Loftus Cheek because I, I saw that he was he was like a doubt, but he's okay now, is he? Yeah, there was there was no mention of it in in no. um, in the press. I, I don't think there's any any cause for alarm. I'll look into that, but I don't I don't have there's anything I need to worry about. And players like um, Mountain, Mountain Lukaku and stuff are all. Yeah, they've got Mountain. They've got. I mean, they're not, I don't think they're supposed to play Saul in there again after after his performances. <laughs> Bartley, I suppose, is, is an option. Um, but the fact that Tuchel saying that James is going to play a right wing back makes me think it's going to be Jorginho and Loftus-Cheek yeah. there again this weekend. Uh, Leeds, who they're up against, 
Um, they've got a, a lot of problems, which is what's new there. Um, Rafinha isn't amongst them, but of course it's the players who he's playing with that might affect his output in FPL terms. So they've lost uh, a whole bunch of players since uh, game week 15. So Cooper, um, Rodrigo, Phillips, I think are all definitely out. Um, Bamford sounds like he's almost certainly out. It's it's one of those daily assessments, evolution type dealies, but <laughs> it's a hamstring. And I doubt they're going to risk him for this, um, especially given the, the nature of the fixture. You know, it's going to be a lot of chasing off the ball work, I think, being Chelsea. Um, Pascal Strauch should be back uh, to take, I guess, Cooper's place at the back. And Robin uh, uh, Cock is, um, had recovered from a pelvic problem, but then has been ill. So I think he's going to return to train this weekend. So they're down a lot on numbers. And Ergo makes it an easier to predict a start 11. I love injury crisis as a team news writer because that makes it <laughs> slightly easier. Most heartless thing I think you've ever said, Neil. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's the big one next before we do that. just uh, We've got 1,187 people watching. Thank you all for tuning in. If you're enjoying the stream, give it a like. Subscribe to the channel. Uh, Neil and I are on these every uh, week. We'll do one... Um, uh, early next week as well, ahead of the deadline uh, too. So be sure to tune in uh, for that. But next, it is the big one and probably why a lot of people um, are here. It is Liverpool. What is going mm. on at Liverpool with a very highly owned player? Yeah, good question. Uh, it's, it's Jota, of course, we're talking about here. Hasn't been seen in training all week. Uh, and that was confirmed by Klopp this afternoon. Says that he felt something after the last Premier League game. Now, he wasn't involved in... Champions League side on when was it Tuesday? But then quite a few players weren't. It was a it was a, a rotated eleven. Um Klopp's words on him were that he maybe can train today. If he does, he's an option. If he doesn't train, then he's he's out. So it doesn't sound serious. Um the vagueness of it is a slight worry given the, the sort of frequency of games coming. Uh, I I suppose in a way I'd I'd rather he he played against um, is it Newcastle next? They got after uh, yeah. after yeah yeah after Villa because Villa's quite a good defensive side now. I'd rather he actually played for played that if if rotation is a concern, and it is a concern now because Firmino's back in training uh, as of Thursday. I'm not sure if he's going to be well enough to to feature certainly from kickoff. And he's been out about a month, so I'm I'm guessing bench duty beckons for him. Um, they are still without uh, the likes of Elliot uh, Jones and uh, now Nat Phillips as well has joined them on the, on the injury list. But yeah, obviously Jota's the the main concern and um, it doesn't sound very positive. I'll, I'll be updating the team news prediction in a bit and it won't feature oh, Jota. Oh, there um, you go. It sounds like he's going to miss out. There you go. Yeah, so have your benches ready, basically. Yeah. Uh, it's weird seeing Steven Gerrard and not talking about Liverpool, but <laughs> Steven Gerrard uh, is talking about Villa. What has he said? Well, he was talking quite a lot about Liverpool because the reporters would not stop asking him about Liverpool. And the same was the same was true of Klopp. It was um, it was a lot of talk about Gerrard from both of those presses. Injury-wise for Villa, they are still without uh, Traore and Bailey. Sanson has been ill, but he should be fine. And Trezeguet came back uh, for the under-23s on Monday, so he could return. Ings and Target both been past fit. So, um, Gerard said he, they're still going to have to be careful with, with Ings, I think, given that he's, he's previous with muscle problems over Christmas. So, I wouldn't expect him to come straight back in just yet. Yep, excellent. 
Uh, another team that might have some COVID-related problems uh, is Norwich. Dean Smith has been talking. They played Spurs, who obviously have had all the cases in the last game, but it doesn't look like it's related to the problems they've got now. No. Right? Yeah, that's what Smith was saying this morning. He said that you know, they did the initial round of tests after this, the Spurs game and, and nothing happened. So this is... Um, in fact, it's it's COVID-related in, in so much as the, it's just two players who are ill. They've not actually tested positive for COVID yet. They've isolated them as a precaution and then they're going to do PCR tests. So they might be absolutely fine. We Unfortunately, we don't know who they are. Um, I suppose on the other hand, it's Norwich and, and no one really will be counting on their Norwich assets to start. I think it'll be the likes of Gilmore and and foot people like that who've, uh, who you've got on the benches. Two of the popular budget options uh, or semi-popular are not going to feature in this one. So that's um, Norman, who is still injured. He's, he's potentially going to be back for gaming 17 <coughs> and um, Brandon Williams is uh, ineligible to play because he's a, he's on loan from United and can't face his parent club. So he's not, he's out and um, Byram and Zimmerman are still sidelined as well. And Rashica too. Yep. And how about with United? Maybe the most useless press conference of them all from what I've, what I've seen or what well, the quote I've got on the screen anyway. Yeah. Well, it's um, Matnich is <coughs> ill, but could be fine. And um, Juan Bissaka, I suppose, is, is sort of relevant news because um, it concerns Darlow, of course, yep. who's, who's made the skill picks this week. Talk about knee jerking. We've gone, <laughs> uh, we've gone all in on, on Darlow uh, in the skill picks because of because of as much as anything else. Juan Bissaka's injury doesn't look as serious as, as what is, it looked. In Marie, he stretched it off right at the end of the game. He took um, what Ragnick describes as, as two knocks. Um, it must have been a big knock for him to, to be stretched off to. He's going to be assessed. It seems it seems fairly positive the prognosis, so he's he's not ruled out of this one yet. But um, given the, the nature of of the midweek team sheet, there was eleven changes in all. So Ronaldo, Sancho, Rashford all got rests during the back four, and you'd expect just that group of players to come straight back in this weekend. I don't think anybody really played themselves into contention. Greenwood, you could you could possibly make a case for, but then even Rangnick said afterwards that he, he needs to work on his physicality. <laughs> yeah, and, a bit harsh, um, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, it was after that after that display as well, and um, seems to be indicating that he's, he's maybe not in the right shape he needs for his sort of high octane uh, pressing game. So um, I wouldn't expect to see him in the starting eleven just yet. You've done all right, but hit the gym, lad. Basically, what basically what he was saying. Uh, a bit harsh. Yeah, yeah I mean the, the quote I've got from from Manly is: "We have two to three question marks behind players, but they haven't shown up yet. We train at two p.m. We'll have to wait until then." Brilliant. <laughs> yeah, I, Cheers, think, Ralph. I do think that was Wan Bissaka and Matich, but right. you never know. You might we haven't really sussed him out yet in terms of um press conference helpfulness, so he might turn out to be a, a Moise or a or a Will you go on your dartboard, that's the question, are you? He will, yeah, my my uh my uh blacklist. How and Moyes, I think, are the two. Uh, on there, <laughs> you can't put uh, Sean Dyche on there. Not, not Dyche. Um, he's next. No. Uh, Burnley, West Ham. Uh, yeah, what's what's happening at, at Burnley? Yeah, he's straight down the line. Is Dyche. Um, uh, Barnes is out. Maxwell Corny is the big one from, from an FPL perspective. Again, uh, still a differential, but one of the more popular Burnley players. He's only got an outside chance of mm. featuring here. Um, so at least it's not too serious. But he's he's probably going to miss out. Connor Roberts is ill, uh, he, he's a doubt. And then Ben Mee as well, who's who missed out last weekend because of a shoulder problem. It's settling down according to Daesh, but um, he'll still require assessment. So still an element of doubt there. Um, but uh, apart from that, I think nothing, nothing new. 
Yep, and nothing from West Ham, right? I haven't got a quote on the screen. No, we we Moyes did have a presser, um, but there was nothing injury news wise. We do know that Johnson and Zuma are, are almost certainly going to be out. Uh, West Ham confirmed earlier this week that they've got hamstring issues. Didn't give a, a length of time, but it looks very likely that they're going to be out for for weeks, certainly, um, possibly longer in Zuma's case. Ogbonna still out. Cresswell, we haven't had an update on Cresswell for a while. He was doing light training uh, this time last week, but wasn't seen along with Fredericks in in training ground images uh, on Wednesday, I believe it was. So that was ahead of the of the Dynamo Zagreb game. So maybe he's not ready to come back either. So it's it's a really it's a second choice back four really. Mm. So the past few weeks we've had Johnson, um, Zuma, uh, Ogbonna, and Cresswell. And then all four of them are potentially out this yeah, weekend. That's so crazy, isn't it? Obviously, Kufal, Dawson, Diop, and, and Masawaka. Masawaka was not a not a left back by any stretch. He's a he's a wing back slash winger. So whether whether he's going to be, it does weaken them defensively. You know, mm. I've seen obviously Kufal's uh, become on the watch list again because he's he's cheap now, four point seven, and he's they've got some good fixtures. But defensively, it's the second string back four now. So whether they're going to keep clean sheets, regardless of the fixtures, is Another question. Yep, I'll be hoping Ben Johnson comes back soon because I've got him as my four million defender mm-hmm. enabler, and he's got injured at the worst possible time. It's typical, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, you got a bit blurry, Neil. Don't know why your webcam's got a bit. I don't know why that is. Yeah, my I, I noticed that myself. Um, <laughs> I haven't done anything. I haven't touched anything. It's just the camera zoomed out of my face. It just like really uh, slowly but... did it as well. It was yeah, kind of, kind of strange. And then uh, yeah, I'll well... I'll keep talking and I hope it'll refocus on my <laughs> ugly mug. It's not a, not a bad thing to be honest, because again, I'm looking absolutely terrible today. <laughs> oh no, you always look lovely, Neil. Don't be. Lots <laughs> <laughs> uh, to have a shave in January. <laughs> yeah, no, I, need, I need the haircut as well. I'm getting a bit getting a bit mad. This is what these kind of lock, mini lockdowns do. Um, Less yeah. the next, nothing. I haven't got any quote from from Rogers. I think you said there wasn't anything. Maybe some embargoed news to come out later. Yeah, it was on our list this morning um, to take place at one o'clock today. But uh, it's one of those where if you've been in Europe League action, it's probably, in fact, now that I'm thinking about it, I think it might be one of those one-on-one interviews that you get in lieu of a proper press conference. So we might not hear anything from from that for a while. I'll keep my eyes peeled on the official site and on uh, Radio Leicester. Um, as for players we thought were injured, uh, Schmeichel came back. Well, he'd reported a thumb injury after last weekend, but he was back in, in goal last night. It was a fairly strong 11, I think probably a full strength team, really, against Napoli, which would leave you a little bit in doubt of for Vardy. Vardy played 90 minutes last night. He didn't often play in, in, the, Europe, in the Europa League, but it was a must-win game, and um, he... He lasted the entire course, and then they're playing Newcastle less than 72 hours after that. So there must be a bit of doubt over his participation. I think the fact that the Spurs game might be called off, uh, which is Thursday, may make Rogers play him again because mm. he'll have a he'll have, have like a week to recover after that. So I think he might start, um, but but that element of doubt. Uh, has made us overlook him in the scout picks, for example. So he was obviously yeah. going to be featuring that, but because because he has played ninety minutes last night, we can't be absolutely sure that he's going to be um, back in a starting eleven this weekend. Yep. Uh, Newcastle. Newcastle, pretty good. Yeah, Dummett's still out, um, but otherwise fine. Shaw and Fraser are expected to recover from minor problems, um, but yeah, otherwise all good. I'm expecting goals in this game. 
yeah. Two two of the worst yeah. defensive sides over the last sort of four, six yeah. games. Same as Brentford and Watford. Expecting lots of goals in that too. Probably both be yeah. 1-0. <laughs> it's always a way. <laughs> <isn't it? laughs> uh, so the final game then is Crystal Palace versus Everton. What's happening in the Palace camp? Yeah, MacArthur's back in training, but he's, he's not ready for this one. I'm looking at next week for him. Anderson could be back for this one. He, he's He's been on the grass as well and he's... Um, He's a possibility to return this weekend. Otherwise, it's it's Nathan Ferguson, who's a couple of weeks away. He's got to have some game time with the under-23s first. Everton, um, as usual, there's quite a bit to report. Calvert-Loon's still out. Uh, Tom Davies is still out. Yerry Mina's now a, a fresh addition to that. He came back last weekend, but, or last Monday, rather, and then suffered another injury, so he's out. Um, Rondon's fine. He's available. Alan has only trained half a day today, so flag's gone on him. Um, gradually they're getting they're getting names back and um, Dini I suppose is the, the other line of note from that press conference he's not injured but he was omitted from the squad last Monday and I made reports of a, a bit of a bust up between him and Benitez and I think it's pretty hmm. obvious that something has happened because Benitez's comments today were, were fairly acidic they um, hinted that players need to put the team first and I make the decision so it, there's obviously something gone on there Ooh. didn't rule them out of, of come back into the squad this weekend but um, he's, he's trying to obviously assert his authority there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the interesting one I think is Dom, Dominic Cavalloon is getting closer. I mean, yeah. Will, will we he's see that him? since August? I know it was meant to be weeks in August, and then four months on. I think they're looking at around about. I think it's not going to be before Boxing Day, so. No. Um, because Everton's got some decent fixtures coming up. I think after after uh, eighteen, so it'd be nice to have another four to choose from. But it, it would. No, nah, I wouldn't count on it. Nope. Uh, that's it then. We've flown through these. I think, uh, as as Steve um, Elbow says in the chat, uh, the blurriness of your webcam matches the vagueness of the team news. So, <laughs> it's yeah, it's a visual metaphor. It is absolutely. That's what it's all intentional uh, by Neil. That's how good he is at these. Um, yeah. Neil, thank you as always. Hopefully, that's well. I'd like to say it's cleared up some confusion. I'm even more confused about what to do now. I've got Rafina first sub. I might move him on for a hit for Mount and assume Jota's not going to play but it's not a bad it's not a bad week to take a bit of a hit I think everyone's a lot of people are going to be doing it and it's a a pretty good time to sort of restructure you or get players in for a hit that you might have otherwise overlooked so you can look at it in in a positive sense as well and um, look at that bring forward moves yeah ending the stream with a positive note Neil that's fantastic So I'll see you, you know on me. oh always 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 the positive man. I'll see you on uh, <laughs> Tuesday then ahead of the Tuesday next, yeah, Tuesday afternoon. Next we'll try and squeeze one in. Absolutely. Thanks everyone yep. uh, for watching. Thank you Neil and